Hey, good morning, you guys. All right, welcome to another special podcast. So every guest is on our podcast is special, and today we have a very special honor. I am looking at her stuff, and man, I, I'm so excited. You know, when I saw this come up this morning, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is perfect for us. So first of all, what is your name? Marla Green. Ms. Marla Green, can you tell me who you are and what do you do? Yes. I am the owner and founder of Educatrix Advanced Practice Seminars. It is a business where we hold um, events that provide continuing education for nurse practitioners, nurses, physician assistants can come as well. And we provide them with speakers. And at those events, they can get continuing education credits and they need those so, they, so that they can renew their um, licensure and certifications. Okay. so. How does this all start? Because, you know, we all have something started in our lives and we started our business because of something happened to our lives. So what happened to you? And, you know, tell me a little bit of your background, you know, and then tell me how did this all start? So I'm one of those people that is fortunate that I always knew I wanted to be a nurse, always. You know, when my mom would ask me when I was little, you know, what do you want to be? At first I said missionary. And she's like, well, you just can't be a missionary. You know, you have to do something, right? So I said, okay, well, I'll be a nurse. And, you know, that carried over, you know, throughout the years of what I wanted to be. And so, you know, I made my way in the medical field. You know, I was front desk. I was a medical assistant. I was, um, I worked in a nursing home as a candy striper. I don't know if anybody, do you remember, like, are you old enough to know what a candy striper is, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, um, you know, I just kind of made my way because my mom was a single mom. And um, so she worked, you know, a couple of jobs. So, you know, it took me a, a while to kind of get there um, because, you know, some of it I had to pay for myself. So um, when I got my nursing degree, I was like, yes, I finally arrived. Right. And so then I did some travel nursing and fast forward, um, when I did my travel nursing, I decided to go back and get my nurse practitioner degree. And I was so excited, you know, I had done what I was, you know, supposed to do, got my master's. And then one day I was, um, we actually, we had just bought our house here in, um, Georgia. And um, I was driving on 75. I just got my hair done. It was a beautiful sunny day, Memorial Day weekend in 2015. And driving on 75. And then an 18 miller rear-ended me. And I was in a four-car accident. And I went from being a thriving nurse practitioner in an oncology practice to being disabled. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and, and so um it rocked it rocked my world um you know i went from taking care of people to having to be taken care of and i didn't like it <laughs> i didn't i didn't like it i still don't like it um thankfully my mom was here um because she was helping me with uh, my son, at, my son at the time, he was about two. Let's see, he was born in 13. So yeah, he was two. And um, so she was here helping me with call because, you know, while I was at call, I couldn't, you know, take care of him at the same time. And then um, my dad and and my other mom, my, my stepmom, they, they didn't live far away either. So they were here to help as well. And so, you know, I'm very blessed that I had them, you know, around. But I went through, you know, a lot of depression, you know, uh, you know, 
I didn't know what my purpose was, you know, hopelessness, all the things. And then um, one day I was looking for a job because I, you know, I was like, I can't just sit around and do nothing. That That's not who I am. And um, I um, ran across a health coaching um, opportunity. And in thinking that I'm looking for a job, I found out that I needed to get healthy. <laughs> And not just my body, like not just like losing weight, but it was more so like my mind needed to get healthy. Like I needed to be in the right place to realize that the pain didn't have control over me, right? I had control over the pain. And so I had to choose my hard, you know, was the pain hard? Or was me figuring out how to live with my pain hard? So, you know, I had a son to raise. You know, I'm a single mom. And, you know, did I want my parents to raise my son? Or did I want to raise my son? And I found out that I wanted to raise my son. You know, I wanted to live again. I wanted to find out what my purpose in life was, what God wanted me to do. He always wanted me to be a nurse. He always wanted me to help people. So I started to try to figure out what I was going to do. And, you know, I tried selling clothes. I was like, you know, that's helping people. That didn't work. You know, most of the marketing, that didn't work. And then I tried, um, what else did I try to do? I tried selling books. That didn't work. I tried being a health coach that that didn't work for me either. Um, and I think it's because I was selling things, right? Like actively selling things. And so then last year I got the opportunity. Somebody approached me about buying their business. Um, and so I, and it was the um, continuing education business and it was targeting nurse practitioners. And I was like, OK, let me think about this. I get to be around my peers again. I get to influence how they see healthcare, and these things that you know I've now discovered and how we how they treat patients. You know, you know I get to influence that. Um, I was like, this is a win-win, and I can do this because the business was only doing two events a year, and then you know with COVID, you know we've done a lot of things online, so I knew that it was something that I could do because I could pace myself. So that's how Educatrix got started. Um, the people decided not to sell their business. They're still, you know, in business. Um, but, you know, I do something kind of different anyway. So, um, you know, I love what I do. Um, it hasn't been the path that I thought it was going to be. It's been a whole lot more difficult than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's okay. Because I still feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, yeah, I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. Um, the other thing that I want to do is I want to help patients navigate the healthcare system. That's another. I mean, I that has been on my heart for three years, and I've tried going to a um, a, a coach, like a business coach, to put together, you know, and it hasn't worked out. But it's on my heart because I can't. I can't. That is a subject, and let me tell you something about this, okay? 
you're a nurse. First of all, thank you for being a nurse. You guys have, you guys work harder, no, no offense, than doctors. You guys are there with patient size. You hold their hands. You do so much stuff, you know. My, I, this is a very touchy subject for me on what you just said right now, the patient part of it. I'm going to give you a tip because here's, 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 here's a great example of the U.S. healthcare, okay? I have PKD, okay? And polycystic kidney disease, if you guys don't know what this is, it gives you kidney stones, it gives you cysts, you're in and out of the hospitals all the time. And you get used to pain. It's mind over matter. All right. And all of a sudden, you go to the hospital, they want to give you a shot of morphine, send you home. Okay. So this last, let me give you an example. This is this is the fact that you said this is just so amazing because I'm gonna if you do a patient advocate, I'll be the first person that I'll be on your list to sign up because you should say, I went to a hospital two days ago. I went with a pain in my side. The first doctor says, Hey, I'm gonna admit you because you know you have a pain, we don't know where it's coming from. And we're going to admit you. We're going to have your surgeon look at us because you're not good. You're like, me, I'll be on 10, you know? The nurses, so the nurses are the nurses are the ones, hey, this is what's going on. Shifts change. They did a second CAT scan. Go home. Now, listen to this. I have a person that I'm lucky enough. This The medical industry, I have a, I have another podcast about medical industry, which I'd love for you to be on there. So this is this. They sent me home. I am smart enough because I already had nightmares with the healthcare system. You know, a doctor is not doing it. And I have good insurance, by the way. It's not because you're not insured. I have good insurance. I would have picked up my medical records. Okay. I'm lucky enough. I have a lot of friends in the medical industry. I have a blockage on my left kidney lobe. So you saying that you want to be an advocate for patients that help them do this. This is what people need to know because the healthcare, no offense. You know, my wife works in health. She's a coda. She doesn't see you. She does what she has to do. But the health care, it's like they don't care about people. And the fact is that if you want to do something, you want to do something not just for patients, you want to continue this, I I would love for you to do something that would say, hey, you as a patient, like with me, PKD, because if you're not screaming bloody murder, they send you home. Here's a shot of morphine, go home. and say, look, I don't do drugs. I don't do anything like that. I am high pain tolerant because of PKD. You don't know what it is to walk around with six kidney stones. So if you do this, Marla, oh my God, I would so love this because somebody needs a voice for people like this. And every day, I, you know. And you I, I really want to. I, I just can't figure out how to structure the business because. Listen, we'll be talking because okay. I, I'm working out. All right, we'll, we'll be talking because, you know, I, I do all that stuff. So we'll be talking after the podcast. All right. So let's go back to your business because you such a, a sensitive subject on me on that part because it is. For me, there's $400,000 in medical bills because there's not a voice for people going through what I went through. There's not somebody to say, hey, look at this, you know? So now you're doing CEUs, okay? Continuing education is very important in the medical industry, okay? My wife is a, a occupational therapist assistant, and every two years, she has to do CEUs. And the bad thing about CEUs, or all well, about your structure is, that is different. I saw your website. I went in there. And what I like about it is the way you teach it. It's not like a recording. Here you are. Da, 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 and that's it. You're you're very interactive with people. I love that. You know, and every state has a different way of doing CEUs. You know, some you have to do, you know, 12 hours of live seminars and you have to do in person and all that stuff. How is this when you're doing CEUs and continuing education, you know, you're giving this provide for your nurses, your 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 co co, you know, co people that you know in the whole industry. What do you find it hard? when they're talking to you or anybody else, what is the hardest thing about right now, the industry in, as far as that you're hearing when you're teaching these teachings, what is the hardest thing? 
um, right now it's for people to get time off. Right. Um, because you know the <laughs> because everybody's so understaffed, and then you know then they're burned out, and so you know the companies are kind of clamping down, and nobody wants to pay for CEUs right now. Nobody wants to give time off for CEUs. So you know it, it's it's really hard for healthcare providers to do CEUs right now. Nobody wants to do it on your day off. I mean, it's your day off. You're tired. You're already burned out. You've already seen, you know, all the patients you can see, done all that you can do. And you don't want to do CEUs, you know, at that time. And then, you know, then there are the boring CEUs. You know, you want to be able to get stuff out of it. You don't just want to hear somebody go, wah, 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 like the Charlie Brown teacher. And I mean, and that was another thing that I was excited about with doing CEUs, because I don't want to be another one that is just like, giving you CEUs just to give them to you for you to give me money, you know, and for, you know, just to check a box that that's not who I want to be. I want to give people value. You know, I want you to walk away with something and be like, okay, I learned something from that. And I'm going to, you know, do that in, in my patient care, the way CEUs are supposed to be used. Right. And it's, you know, I've, I've heard my wife, she had a, a five hour one, a five hour one. I was like, Hey, then we see this lady two hours because usually in Florida you gotta have twelve hours of of live, you know. And the bad bad thing is they don't offer them as often they need to. So they have pre-recorded ones live. And there's a lady that I saw. There was a video from 1991. They were they were using it was a it was like the all oh, you could tell it was like it was glitchy. And this pop I was like you could tell the way they were dressed, the hair. I was like you know it was very informative, very very informative. But I'm like, and this is what, you know, the fact that you're doing this, I was like, oh my God, I got to talk to this lady because she's so awesome because the way I saw your website, I was like, this is so different. They need to do this, not just for nursing, but for also for occupational therapists, you know, because it's always the same thing, you know, and then they want you to go, hey, there's one coming up, you know, because they know in February, everybody's struggling to get their CEUs done. Like you said, people don't have the time, don't have the time off, you know, and all this stuff. So they're trying to run and Oh, I gotta get my CEUs before my license gets, you know, before my license is up, and then I can't work. So they're trying to. Then they, this is what gets me about this CEU industry. In Florida, they do this. They know that your license is about in February is when everybody's freaking out trying to get the license done, right? They pop up these little conventions at different hotels. They charge three times the amount for three hours. And they put, oh, you're done. Here you go. And it's like. Yeah, they, and then I was like, why? You know, or oh, they know that that last minute they increase the prices of everybody. No, these you understand. I don't know about nursing, but you know, the when the occupational therapy and occupational therapy, they're not making, you know, they'll make $80, $90 an hour. They're making $25 an hour and they're taking that. And then now they can say, companies are not paying for this. They're not giving this incentives for them. Overwork, overstaff, and then the thing about it is. You being a nurse, how was the the stress level when you came home? How did you come in and you how did you decompress? You know how did you do that? Because that's hard, you know. So tell me as a nurse, how 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 did you do that? How did you live with that part? You know, I was very fortunate working in oncology that I, I was so fed by those patients. You know, I, I was just so blessed to be around oncology patients, which is funny because I always said that I would never go into oncology. Like, you know, 
and and God laughs, right? You know, we make plans and God laughs because you know I I just don't know how I ended up in in oncology. It just you know it just kind of happened. Um, but I was supposed to be there because you know I I was just so fed. I fed they fed me more than I fed them. So yes, of course, you know yes, it was you know there was times that it was stressful, but my stress relief is getting lost in other people's lives, which, so it's TV, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a big TV junkie. So, you know, I love dramas, you know, and, you know, I, I know that it's not my life. I know these are not real people, but, you know, I, I've always been a TV junkie. And yeah. I, I, I like to read for that reason too. You know, you read, you get lost in somebody else's life. It's not your life. You don't have to worry about it. You know, yeah. What was the the hard, hardest thing being a nurse? Like, you know, something that, that moved you were, you know, the, you know, of course you walk in and all that, you know, and what was the hardest part that you endured as a nurse? Getting attached to families and the patients. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the same, my watch the same way. She comes home and, you know. Um, Working with doing this whole CEU, you went through this whole, you know, now you're you went through disability, you know, and like I said, your whole life just crumbled. You said going pain or you know, get where I need to be, raising your kid, you know. Um, if you had someone that went through what you're going through, what what can you tell them, you know, hey, listen, you know what, there's more out there, you know, what what can you give from both a professional side and also as a person, you know, what do you want to tell somebody this, you know, if you have a message for both, what would you tell them? I would say be patient with yourself. Um, be really patient with yourself and pace yourself because, you know, you probably know this too. You know, I know you know this, that when you do too much in one day, then you're going to be down, you know, for many days. So you have to learn what your body can take. And, and it can be really frustrating, especially when you have so many things to do. But just, you got to have, you have to give yourself grace and, you know, be patient. And e even when other family members or your friends or, you know, your circle is not providing you that grace, you have to find it in yourself and, you know, rem remember that, you know, your body, your best. Um, and love yourself. Uh what is what is uh your your five year like hey five years where you see your business in five years and what's your ultimate goal for five years from now like you know we know all the future because you never know but if you could take your business model and say hey in five years this is what I want to be at this is my goal this is my dream in five years what would it be in five years I want to be holding multiple conferences like right now like this year I can only do one next year I plan to do two. So in five years, I want to be doing like six in addition to the ones that I'm doing online. Um, you know, I, I just, I want to be, I want to be everywhere. So how can, how, how can uh, uh, we have, cause we have, this is global, by the way, this is international. This is global. What do you need? You know, if somebody's listening to this podcast right now, because I mean, you, this is amazing. You guys, you need to see her website, you guys, and see what she does. Um, what is what you need to get to that? 
what is it like what's up you need like and it's okay you want to do 10 conferences 20 conferences you know you know there's always steps to a dream and steps to a goal you know what is the one thing that's holding you back from doing that um exposure you know not, not people not many people know me i'm not like a household name um most people know about the bigger conferences so what i need from you guys is to tell your friends about me tell your nurse practitioner friends everybody knows a nurse practitioner a nurse you know so tell them about me tell them about educatrix um i'm everywhere on all the platforms at educatrix aps advanced practice seminars okay but here's the thing can you do it at every state you know here's the thing because i know some ceus there you have to be a you know to report to to a board can you do it at every state or is it only restricted to georgia only no i i can credential anybody from from any state Okay. Um, right, right now, I can only hold conferences um, in this part of the South. But, you know, it's funny that you were mentioning um, about, you know, doing like adding occupational therapists and other people because um, Jayco has like started doing it where they want us to credential all the bodies together, like dentists and everybody. So um, I have looked at that at that licensure. It's expensive. So that that would be part of my five-year plan mm -hmm. is to credential everybody together and i'm glad that we're kind of moving that way you know um instead of just nurses so yeah it, it's you know it's a hard industry you know and i you get the professionals you guys do you know i appreciate it you know i appreciate everybody in the healthcare no matter who it is i appreciate everybody because what you guys do is just you know you're holding a patient's hand you know and covid did a, took a lot on the nurses you know and a lot of people left the industry because of you know they couldn't handle it but the fact that the nurses spend more time than doctors they know more about that patient when the nurses know more you can put your notes in there and all that but i think it's overlooked a lot by you know doctors don't really go into the to depth of what the per, the patients really say they come in they tap you tap in then walk right out oh let's try this and try this and try that you know and I, I understand the doctors go to school and I appreciate them. I love them. I'm grateful for the, the, the special team that I have. But you nurses, man, man, I, 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 the nurse that comes in, talks to you and holds your hand and, hey, I'm going to put an IV and you're going to hurt a little bit. Or I know most some nurses don't do that. You have a team for that. But the ones that do care and do spend the time, you guys, I'm very, very grateful for you guys. So if right now you say, hey, look, Alex. I want to go back into I, I i'm able to go back into nursing would you do it again absolutely in a heartbeat yeah it is different if if you could change the world right now in the healthcare what would you do if you could change the healthcare system in one way and say hey if i could change this in healthcare this is what i would do what would you do give Someone, less control give less control to the insurance companies yes yes you know, insurance has way too much oversight into into what the what healthcare providers can do medically, um, and it's it's just ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I understand that there needs to be some kind of oversight, but when the insurance company is telling you what procedure you can and cannot do, it's just yeah, it, it it's just ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I totally agree. Trust me. You know, and then certain healthcare say, hey, you know, you have to get pre-approval for this, and then sometimes you don't have the time for pre-approval, or it's like, and then you know, you think you go for a procedure, and all of a sudden they go to you, hey, guess what? We did not get approved. You got to come up with like twenty grand out of your pocket to get something done, and it's like, 
uh you want me to do what and how long and you want me to do this in a week are you nuts and it's not just for elderly it's it's across everybody from a kid to you know and i, I hear it all the time i do have a healthcare podcast where we talk about a little bit uh so let's can you spell out your website exactly how it is because i i i, I missed i chopped up your name when i first talked to you so if you could pronounce the website completely 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 and then we'll we'll go from there Okay, it's educatrixseminars.com. So it's E D U C A T R I X is an X ray, and then seminars with an S on the end.com. Okay, perfect. All right, guys, you guys heard Marla Green, the CEO and founder of Educatrix Doc Seminars. Yes, I did it. Yeah. Uh, you guys, listen. I, I'm Hispanic. My my pronunciation. I'm sorry, you know, but you guys know me already from the podcast. It's like I always chop up words. So this model has been an honor having you here, and definitely, oh my God, we we talking after this podcast, but we'll be doing some more. And I want to bring you on at least whenever you have time, at least once a month, we'll bring you on here and let you, let you talk a little bit about you know what's going on in the industry. How about that? Well, oh, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for having me on today. I had a blast. Same here. Thank you. <laughs>